0: My name's and welcome to I podcast? forgot my
1: intro. <laughs> Thanks for listening to You're Not Your F and Chair, where our goal is to show you that your problems in life don't have to define you. We butchered the shit. It is Bringing it in. Oh LFG.
0: Oh my god. Don't Google it. <laughs> Let's go.
1: You can tell it's been a minute since we've been here. Oh. All right. Well. I can't tell what was more uh, more exciting, the music, that music. It was like uplifting or the whoop, there it is you were playing before it.
0: <laughs> Just trying to get the mood going. It's one oh one a.m.
1: today. Yeah. Brooke slept till 8 at hockey practice, and there was no, no early night for us. Yeah. So that's
0: how it's been. It's either... Uh, you know, it's, he's in bed by nine and then he wakes back up. At-
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel like our schedule is like, all right, we got a schedule. And like school started, hockey started, but really like hockey, one hockey started and then the others just barely started. So it's like, I right. feel like our lives on Trying schedule. To get a schedule going like a legit schedule. Our lives
0: are on schedule now, but Brooks is not. <laughs> and the only one who defines how the rest of our days go like is him.
1: <laughs> oh my heck. Yeah. But
0: here we are. We're recording a podcast. It's been a minute.
1: It's been a few weeks.
0: Might have been two minutes.
1: We've I've had a few people, a few quite a few people reach out. They're like, You don't have to do it, but and then there's Hayden that was like I mean, after three weeks, that's when I was about to crack some schools together. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. You know, it so was, this one's
0: for all the true fans out there that hit a bottom is like, what the heck?
1: Yeah. And,
0: and yeah. And,
1: you know, are. I think Hayden, when we ran into him, he said to me, do you just need a hug? And I like he gave me a big hug and I it makes me cry because it's like, actually, yeah, I do. Thanks, Hayden. <laughs> Appreciate it. I appreciate the hug. I do, you know. Yeah. So, sometimes, I'm gonna try to get through this episode without crying.
0: Well, <laughs> check that one. You know, missed it. Whatever you want to do, <laughs> scratch that idea. Uh, and yeah, let's. I mean, we'll I, w- right I would say it. like what's happened this last week in our life. It's but, been a minute. But it's been a few weeks. I mean, my 15th
1: anniversary.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's Happen. the big one. I was going to go through like a list of like things that had happened and then like hit that one on the nail. Yeah. In the head. Mm. Wow. Fumbling the words tonight. <laughs> Fumbling of the words. And yeah, but there we go. 15 years, Autumn, yeah. since her accident.
1: And I think as the daylight creeped up, I think that's when I kind of like, my first thing to go when I get like I don't, a foggy brain, I guess you could call it is my communication i and this is communicating this is me communicating to people how i'm feeling and i feel like that goes away when i kind of get in my own head and maybe that's where i've been (laughs) instead of recording a podcast
0: yeah and i have just been like hey do you want to do it do you want to do it and she's like no
1: You you have to admit life has been busy. No, no, it's
0: fine. I was like, and I, we had a, we had a conversation like we, we shouldn't make it like a job. I don't, I don't want to
1: make it feel like each week I'm like, yeah, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? I more want to think about like this podcast tonight is like several weeks thought about of like, I should talk about that or I really want to touch on that.
0: It's kind of like, it's kind of like we started writing a card. And then you're like, "Eh, I really don't know what to say in the card. (laughs) And you set the card aside and you pick it back up and you're like, I know. And then you put the pen to it and you just don't know what to write. Yeah, I also
1: think that I need to have the right mindset to talk about stuff too. And when I'm like um, down or insecure or have feelings of just like I need need to pick me up myself, it's hard to try to pick others up.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to be like, hey, guys, I had a terrible day. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, or like, hey, you know, I'm in a negative mindset. Or, you know, not that you're in a negative mindset. Yeah. Or, you know, like you're feeling down. It's just
1: more like a fog, I think. Like you, when you're busy, it's fine. Like when I'm busy, when I'm going, when I'm doing things, it's fine. It's like at night when everybody's asleep and it's by myself. Or when I'm working and my thoughts just start to run. It's just things like that. And it's not like... I mean, I guess you could call, I'm not like super depressed. I think it's more just like the thoughts of grief. And I think it always comes full circle around September-ish. And it just hangs around for a little while. And I kind of got to pull myself out of it. You know, it's temporary.
0: You know what? We didn't even have like a conversation before this one. Like, hey, what's we're going to go for gripes and gains and everything. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's going to be a section today. There it's just is. Be, oh, this is my gripe. No, no, no. Okay.
1: But I don't. I, okay, let's not go into that too much. Let's talk about 15 <laughs> years first.
0: 15 years. What did years? we
1: do?
0: What did we do? Do
1: you want to know something crazy? The night before my 15 year, my friend Manda wrote me and she, we talk, but it's not like an everyday thing and it'll be like randomly out of nowhere. She writes me or I write her or whatever, you know, and she wrote me the night before my 15th anniversary and it's like, it was at a time when like, I, we had, Nick's over here <laughs> yawning. <laughs> we had people over that night, Mark and Julie were over. And I was okay. Yeah. Um. I think that I was kind of struggling, but we were, we had people over. It was fine, whatever. And they left. And I think that's when she wrote me. And I, do you rem- remember, I started yeah. crying. Yeah. Like it kind of just hit me. Like I, you know, it was the night before and it's just like these feelings hit you like a ton of bricks and you feel like you'll be okay. And. It's just like out of nowhere, they hit you. And there's no turning them off. There's no like sidestepping them or being like, I'm just, I'm fine. You know, like I just got to get a good cry out. It's like a full 24 hours of a, like on off cry, you know. And she wrote me out of nowhere. Manda did. And so I was just like, it's weird. It's weird that, you know, it's like, you know, and you know, she had to tell me Autumn, you're not your effing chair. <laughs> right in the text. Yeah, that
0: was that was the best. That was like the best part of
1: that. So um,
0: told me, but
1: I don't want to go through our I'd, whole conversation I'd with her. But it was also, nice to have a friend. Well, it, it's weird. She had the intuition to write me the night before, and it was right during a moment when I was just like, I need someone there that that gets me that knew well, that, me before, you know.
0: Yeah, and I was just gonna say that's a testament to like like good friends.
1: Mm-hmm. Good
0: friends know. When to just... They just have a feeling. It's kind of like that, like... Everyone would say, like, twins have, like, this, like, bond. Like, this yeah. mental... Like, it's, like, I think, I think real friends have that. Like, just the, the hey, how's it going? I need to reach no. out. Yeah. And, like, I think I've had a lot of, like, experiences lately in the last little bit with, like, real friends. Like, just, like, like oh, these guys are real friends, you know? And, like, you, you you won't talk for a while and this and that. Or you won't hang out and... Or, you know, they... They go somewhere and they come back, and you pick
1: up right where you left off.
0: Yeah, and you just like, or they'll just hit you up randomly, and like, you, it's like they know, you know. Yeah, they you like, just
1: need us. They need. They need to see what's up.
0: Yeah, and that's great, and I think that Amanda for you and
1: my family just kind of knew too.
0: Well, they they were there. I mean, I guess Amanda was there too, but yeah,
1: they were there. You but see
0: your family. Family's kind of uh, yeah,
1: but this year this anniversary was different than my other anniversaries.
0: Yeah, but what what uh, I was saying is friends, you know, you choose, and they don't have to be there. Family mm-hmm. kind of is just there.
1: Yeah, they don't have to be, though. I
0: mean, your family could be friends, too. I don't know. Maybe I'm yeah. just, I'm I'm way off the rails on this one, <laughs> and I, I don't know what I'm talking about. It's possible. It's possible. Hayden
1: told us we need to have, like, a video so that people can see my face and Nick's face when we're talking. <laughs>
0: I'll have to start, I'll start I to start putting on more clothes when I record this. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Make a Zoom call, just keep the top half on, you know, <laughs> that'll be
1: great. Uh, so my family was freaking awesome. The day, September 3rd was kind of, it was a hard morning. I was by myself and I think that makes it harder. It's easier when I have like Nick home, we have like plans, we have, you know, he usually is pretty good at keeping me busy on that day, but he He was working, so Brooksy and I kind of had a chill morning. We went to Twisted Sugar, got some treats, a cookie. I ate a cookie for breakfast. <laughs> it was great.
0: key crisp, no, isn't it? A twisted. Catherine, shirt?
1: Catherine sent me a Venmo and said, "Go get a cookie and drink." And thinking of you and all this, and it was a pretty, de- it was a pretty all right morning. I cried a lot in the morning. I think probably because I was not around anybody else.
0: Yeah, I mean, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's okay. Like I think. That's the best time to have a cry is, like, when it's not.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. there's times you cry and, like, I don't know. There's it's not around, the right time. And, like, it's yeah. almost like a fight against the cry when, like, there's people around. because
1: Kind of like Nick during hockey games.
0: Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I definitely just cry. I, cry. I had over, to throw it in there. Over stupid <laughs> things, like. Some something will happen to You Always
1: make fun of we'll Nick. Be like at a random
0: like <laughs> game that doesn't even matter. Like we could be at a grizzly game. Something happens and I just start tearing up, and I I get mad at myself for it.
1: <laughs> and he can't hide it. I like look over and I'm like, "Did you get? You get dude?"
0: Yeah, and I'm just like, does not talk to me. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I can laugh at it, but yeah. Oh, I think hockey I gets me emotional, whatever. Friends, family, hockey. Yeah. yeah.
1: So um then it got home from work and on on so we're still on the day. Yeah, I know, I know. And uh I was like, so are we gonna go do something? Like I you know, I like to stay busy on that day and and he was just kinda like hanging I was like, out. I was like,
0: Yeah, we'll we'll do something.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I
0: did have plans for that night. Yeah. But I, I I, did have, there was other.
1: Not to mention, like, not even a week before, I was, like, doing something on his phone, and he's like, you can't read my text messages. And I'm like, well, who are you texting? <laughs> like, who's your girlfriend? Like, what in the heck? And come to uh, find out, he was working something out with my family for that day, right? Yeah. So they showed up.
0: Well, uh, yeah, she was like, are we going to go? I was like, we're going to go out. Yeah. You know, and then she's like, okay, well, let's go. Let's go. uh, I think you, like, wanted to, go like, drop off some packages or something. Like, you had some packages or something. I
1: think I wanted to go to Target, you know, some retail therapy or something.
0: Let's let's go. Let's go. And I was just like, hold on. We'll go in a minute. Like, just trying to stall. I think I was, like, taking out the trash, cleaning up the kitchen, like, just doing things really slow.
1: I'm like, so... Are we going because <laughs> that night we had a babysitter so that Nick could Nick and I could go out on a date. And so I'm like, well, if we're going to do this, we got to go do it first. Maybe it was Joanne's. I think it was Joanne's or something like that. And yeah, so I was just kind of figure out why he couldn't he wouldn't get in the car. And then all of a sudden the door like someone rings the doorbell and our vivant cam shows like a bunch of people on our porch. And I'm like, who is this? <laughs> like I was like it's for you. <laughs> so they my kids opened the door and like just seeing everyone, I lost it. You know, like you feel okay. <laughs> like I'm so I was so excited to see everybody and I felt okay and then I saw them all and it was just like so vulnerable, you know. Oh, I'm trying not to cry.
0: It was one of those cries where people around you don't want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, and so they came in. It's just like they knew. They knew that I was struggling, you know. They knew I was going to be struggling. They knew I was going to need a pick-me-up. They knew. So they came in. They brought flowers. They brought this huge box. And on the side of it, I've been wanting... Um, I go up to my mom's clinic, and I ride the bike there. And I've been wanting one for home so that I don't have to drive all the way there and back. And they came with one. Oh, here I am. I can't stop. (laughs) They came with a bike. And the best part of it all is my sister handed me a binder. And it had, like, email after email after handwritten letter of, like, family members. Like, extended family.
0: And close family.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you guys
0: (laughs) trying to fill in the
1: blanks here of like messages, (laughs) like encouragement, and just it was so special. It was such a special thing. Like it seriously made my day. Oh, I can't handle. You need to take the reins for a second.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get
1: myself together. I'm trying to
0: keep the waterworks on a lock here. I don't know if (laughs) you're (laughs) talking, but yeah, it was great. And they all came in. Has been
1: opened over here, and
0: and everyone came in and. I didn't know how long everybody would be there, but I was just like, whatever. And they all came in, and that was almost the best part, was just like... Everybody
1: sat down. Sitting
0: there for, I don't know, I think it was like 20 minutes, really. And it wasn't that long, but just that 20 minutes where they just came in and like, just... I think people's presence and just like, where like, there's no other like, agenda where like, It wasn't like anyone is in a hurry to leave after that. It wasn't like, and it was just like a, hey, here we are. They were
1: all all here just to support me and grieve with me because they all went through it with me. Like, it's different with Nick's family because they met me after, which is fine. Like, we just have a little bit of a different bond as far as that goes because my family literally carried me through this entire thing, you know like the whole hospital say that like they went through it all with me from a dispar- different aspect. So for them it's almost like a day of grief and loss too, you know. It yeah. brings back memories for them.
0: And and yeah, and I and I wasn't around
1: yeah on that time, but I, I You know, know how I'm to you know how to keep me busy. I think if anything that's what you've learned is to keep me busy that day, like yeah. he had a date planned, he had. And it like, wasn't like
0: anything extravagant, like
1: no, I mean,
0: you know, like uh, people brought you flowers throughout the day and stuff. I mean, your family. I did. honestly think and then we Danielle went to Target did. like twice. And then I got you some flowers and stuff, and like I didn't do yeah. much. I mean, yeah, and then I did. We, we there's we, also, there's we a to, lot
1: of social media messages that were so kind.
0: We went to Target twice. That was. That's how good of a date it was, you know, for Autumn. We went target, target
1: twice in twice. one day. <gasps>
0: Man. And then we went to the Mandarin, which is kind of like our Oh my fave. Our little spot. We I mean it's not our spot. I mean there's a lot of people that go it's to the like Mandarin. It's like the
1: best Chinese food ever. But
0: it's kinda of like if me and Autumn are like having a, a me and Autumn night, like a like a
1: That's our place we like a little to go.
0: Extra special. We always go to the Mandarin. So we went to the Mandarin. And it was delish, as always. And They honest- have
1: a vegan menu, by the way. <laughs> Nick's over here chasing flies. Jeez. They have a vegan menu, and so Nick likes it because he can get, like, a full meal and not have to, like... Sometimes he has to piece the meal together. Like, <laughs>
0: I, have to, like I want a side with-
1: of this, a side of that, a side of this, a side of that. So it's nice for him to just be able to get, like, a meal, you know?
0: Yeah. And so... And we came home that night, stopped Target on the way home. And that was when we almost, I said to her, I said, do you want to go home and record a podcast tonight? And we, we almost You think did I'm like,
1: crying a lot now? We, I and think I think that's then, why,
0: like, it was probably best we didn't do it that night. Yeah.
1: Because like, I think then I just probably would have lost it even more than I am now.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm, I'm keeping my composure a little bit right now.
0: It, it would have it would have you know better. you know
1: i think the the hardest thing for me that day and the grief kind of changes every year like there's things that stay the same but then there's also like things that stick out more than others this year it was like who would i have been like how, how would our family not that i would be a different person person i i might be a completely different person because of all the things that i've learned from my injury but also like what activities would we do would i be on the ice with my kids playing hockey with them you know would i oh that, for
0: sure you'd be like you'd <laughs> there's be coach, just, coach mom yeah know?
1: and there's just so many thing aspects of like i feel like that may uh, I'm missing out because I will never have that. No matter how hard I try, I will never have that. We don't go on hikes. We don't, you know, we can with adaptive equipment, but it's so different now.
0: Sorry, there's a flying ear. Hopefully he doesn't ruin the whole freaking episode. <laughs> but-, but
1: yeah, so I think that's what that's what I was grieving about the most is what my life would have been like had that not happened you know and, and there's no there's no ever it's never going to be that way
0: yeah and that that's one of those like it's a double-edged sword because you don't I'm very good at playing the not trying to play the poor me but it it's hard to like realize that like that's what I could be doing. Like, mm-hmm. and you will never, and I would
1: love to be doing that. Yeah. That's the hardest part is it's like, this isn't a decision I've made in my head. This is like a decision that like, no, no matter how hard I try, no matter how bad I want it, no matter what amount of money I could pay, no matter what the situation, it's just not coming back. Yeah, It's not happening. No. And not in my entire life. So that's kind of like when it hits me is like, I, I think next year, I'm hoping next year's not harder than this last year, but next year will be, um, it'll mark the halfway point of half of my life will be lived from a wheelchair. And that is so weird to think.
0: Yeah, to think that after last year, you'll have had more years out of it, I mean, in a wheelchair. In a chair. And, and you don't remember like, those first three years of your life you know yeah because that's how you yeah
1: know, you are i think it's but... just the, the fact that it's just like that that number's gonna start to get bigger than the me living my life you know yeah. able bodied so anyway so um my gripe is that i go through these phases of like i'm I'll be a go-getter and I get all these things done and I have such a happy attitude and like I'm me, you know, like I guess that there are stresses and there are worries and there are all these things, but I have this more carefree attitude and, and personality. I think my gripe is um, when I get the energy of like, I'm not motivated and I'm down and I let things stack on top of each other little things that make me mad and I'm insecure and I I feel like this kind of comes in a phase I think it goes hand in hand with like my anniversary and all of that I think it's just kind of a phase I'm going through you know um and and it's gotten better definitely since that day but I think it's slowly going away but I think some days are harder than others particularly busier days are easier because I don't have as much time to think. So um, I think that's my gripe is Again. my gripe is just that I, I become withdrawn. I, I get kind of in this funk, I guess you could say. And so my friend, one of my friends, he was injured in a car accident. Also, he just had his 12th year anniversary and he made a post and the post just really kind of laid out there the way that I have been feeling. And it's hard for me to explain. And I know for someone they're like, Oh, she's depressed. She's down. She's whatever. But it's not that there's just, it's not that I'm down. It's just that in my brain, I'm like, like I can't put it into words. And so I want to read his post. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to share his personal information, but I feel like this is, I commented on there and I'm like, I feel this to my core. Like I, this is how I feel because it's, it'll kind of give you a perspective when I read it of what I'm saying I'm down about. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um. So he says, I first realized my social life was about to change forever when my parents were allowed to take me for the first time on a little field trip to the mall i was so stoked to get out of the hospital and see life even as it was for an hour or so but as i willed myself through the mall for the very first time i found out real fast it wasn't close to the same somehow it was different somehow i wasn't me any longer i wasn't this attention grabber i once was I wasn't getting googly eyes from none of the ladies. Actually, I didn't get eye contact from anybody. It seemed almost like I didn't even exist. When we got to the first store, I realized how close everything was to, well, everything. So I didn't want to go into the store because it was tiny. Like, you know what that's like. All the racks are too close together. It, you know. If you've um, ever been to
0: Zoomies, think about it like in a wheelchair. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's hard like I feel like I have to move racks as we're going. So first off, I'm like, "Um, yes, I get this." Um, so then it goes on and he says there was there was just too much fear that I'd stick out like a sore thumb. I was I was full of fear that day. I remember sitting outside of the store thinking, "This is my life now. This sucks." Before my wheelchair days, if I wanted attention, all I needed to do was go out and there it was. Well, now all the attention seemed like nothing but the negative kind. As we drove back to the hospital, my shock turned into a sadness. Something in me died that day. And that person I once was, I, I knew no longer existed. The person that loved working outside seemed gone. The person that stood six feet tall was cut down and gone. As my parents put my chair back together, my sadness turned into a helpless anger. There was absolutely nothing that I could do to have my life back. To add to the frustration, my spasms were started to jerk me around. Not having control of your body when you've had that for 23 years of being able to is a whole new level of patience building. I lost it right there in the parking lot. All my my poor loving parents could do is watch. My T6 paraplegic break is my outer scar, and it's easy to see, but my T6 outer scar caused an inner scar that actually hurt far more and has caused so much more pain than any, any out-of-body pain could ever cause. We have our scars that we hide behind with a smile. I know I have failed so many times trying to understand what someone is going through. But please, as my friends, just know I'm trying to be better at this. If you feel like there's nobody out there and nobody cares, know this. That's a lie. Just reach out. And if you decide to reach out to me, know that I care. Know that God cares. So I don't know. I just wanted to share that because as I read it, it's just like my heart filled with like someone understands you know what i mean and what stuck out to me was in the beginning when he said it it, basically a sense of feeling so alone because i do feel like places we go or meeting people for the first time or you know whatever the situation is i get judged on that automatically and it's hard for me Sometimes it's easy for me to be like, whatever, it's just the way it is, you know, kind of blow it off. But I think that there are points in my life when I'm not in such a carefree mindset of like, yeah, the fact that you won't give eye contact when you're talking to me kind of does make me feel like less of a person, you know, it's
0: it's like they like don't want to offend you. So like they just don't they just ignore you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just easier to ignore you than to, like, address the situation or give some sympathy. I don't know. Yeah. And it's weird that, like, we, we, we've we talked about the, like, the I, questions I people hate, ask. I
1: hate when people feel uncomfortable around me for the first whether it's for the first time or whether they don't know. I know they probably just don't know how to act. But well, I hate that feeling of, like, you feel uncomfortable, so I actually am feeling uncomfortable right now because you're feeling uncomfortable for something that I can't control. And I'm a normal person. Like I get, I know what's going on. Like I'm not, I'm socially aware, you know?
0: And I don't, and I don't know who's the blame in that situation. Like I, I don't think it's people. Because I think
1: it's awareness. I really do it think is, that it we is need to that, bring awareness that, to the situation. No, that's
0: what I was going to say. Like it's yeah. not because that person who's ignoring you is trying to do, what they think is best.
1: Yeah. And well, so and, and it's, they, it's they, not, the they have situation. never been in that situation I before mean, it, it is
0: the situation that is the blame. And,
1: and over time they get to know me and realize that I'm not, you know, I'm just a normal person. You can joke with me. You can, you know, whatever.
0: Well, so the other day, I don't think I told you about this, but we were at hockey and hockey practice. And one of the other, um, dad coaches would up to me and said, so, uh, why is your wife in a wheelchair? And, like, obviously he's seen you before yeah. and stuff. And, like, it's made me it's realize kind of that he's, in he's maybe not talked to you and, like, avoided that. But, like, he kind of asked me, like, in the corner, like, uh, I don't want to. This
1: happens quite a bit and to I you, was just, though, too. And I was too. just like,
0: oh, it, she got hurt 16 years ago or when she was 16 in an accident. And like, oh, my gosh, and blah, blah, blah. And like it's it's kind of the same like over and over it's the same story right and i same. like it's it's okay like she's cool with it like yeah. you know? like she's totally fine like she doesn't get offended and she's not she's not like we've talked about like weird because she's in a wheelchair yeah like, yeah
1: <laughs> like, I, I'm normal and I
0: think it was it was why you were helping somebody like get ready and it yeah. was you know
1: yeah. There's a special hockey next crane over there. Hockey. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> no, I mean, even it just said, I had a collaborative shoot this last week and there was some, Oh my gosh, the cutest kids there, but they were so fascinated by my wheelchair. And they always I, are. they are. And you know, it, it, it doesn't matter the age they're fascinated. It's anyway, some kids are very reserved and they won't say anything or, or whatever, but, at the shoe, I had this girl. She's probably Alice's age, so she's probably seven. She wanted to push me, and her little brother was like, "Can I push you?" You know, I'm like, "If you smile really pretty, I'll let you push me to this little thing, and then your sister can push me back." And it was just special, like I. But it's just like the innocence of kids. But at first, the, a couple of the parents were like, "Is that okay? Is that okay?" And I'm like, "I have three kids at home.
0: Like, like it's I'm not going to bug me to your kid once." Yeah. There's so many kids like dude, just start twiddling and Yeah. And I'm like, listen, if I don't
1: wanna move, I'll put my brakes on. They can they can look at my wheels, they can look at my handles, they can put my handles up. I and, don't care. And
0: it's fun. Like there's always kids that are like, Why are you in a wheelchair? And it's like mm-hmm. their parents are like that's yeah, it's, like, it's fine.
1: They're so innocent. They don't, uh, I would rather them say that to me and let me give them a response. And after 15 years, I've kind of understood the way of telling it. And I guess having three kids, I've understood at their age, the way to explain it to like, obviously I'm not going to go into details for a five-year-old, you know, but just, I hurt, I got hurt. So I can't walk, you know, so I have to use this to get around and just explain it in a way that they're like, Oh, that they're, makes they're sense. Always like,
0: did you break your leg?
1: Yeah. What's wrong? Did you wrong? hurt your leg? What's Are you hurt? What's
0: wrong with you? Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. It's
1: But if you understand children, you know that it's just the curiosity in their mind. But
0: almost you wish adults, I wish adults that way. You wish that way. a little bit like yeah. that, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it's, that barrier of like where, embarrassing it's yeah. embarrassing
1: for them to ask or or they feel like they might be overstepping their boundaries or you know they don't they don't know but for me I would rather you be like hey what's your story what happened
0: yeah and they usually follow it up with a Someone else they know or whatever mm-hmm. that, you know Or
1: oh I'm so sorry that happened to you. Like I
0: broke my leg once and I was in a wheelchair for two months, so I had I know how that is. Some
1: people do that. And then, I'm not gonna lie, that's not really a way I like that's not really a response I like to hear because I'm like, listen, Linda, but you're how, standing but how and how, I'm not. How
0: often does somebody follow up the like what happened do. to you with a oh, well, my cousin once was in a wheelchair <laughs> for two months because he broke both his legs, so yep. I get it.
1: Yeah, you know, your cousin like... also didn't have to pee through a catheter every day, did he? <laughs> 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 like, they just don't get it, and yeah, I, I can, impre- I can to appreciate relate. the... Yeah. S-
0: situation. S- situations, situations. I can
1: appreciate that they're trying to relate and say, like, I know it's hard, like, and in a sense they're saying great that's good good for you that you you know proud of you or whatever but sometimes i'm like but you don't get it because you're walking and i'm not going to ever be able to walk so no you don't really get it you know yeah anyway my gain from all of that is that i'm lucky to have the family and the spouse i do um It's not Nick. It's me. I do feel like when I get in these phases, like I said, one thing um, piles on top of the other. And I do feel like it trickles into my like relationships. And I feel like I'm lucky that I have someone that's willing to like let me roll over at night and say, hey, I'm working on it. I know I'm struggling. I'm working on it. So thank you for being there for me and helping me through it. You know, instead of like, Just being like, this is so stupid. Like, I'm done, you know? I love you. (laughs) I'll be back. (laughs) It's been hard. And so I'm lucky that I have Nick. I'm lucky that my kids just, they're just so sweet. They just love me no matter what. Even if I do yell at them over stupid stuff.
0: You know, you were saying... You know, you get into a funk time. You guys should, should ask Alice about the funk. Oh, funky bomb. Stink bomb. It? No, let's not get into the stink bomb.
1: Oh, <laughs> We have to tell it now. The funk bomb? No. Oh, well, we're right in the break. Next is that one time. We can tell it really quick if you want it. Do you guys no, want to hear no, a story? No, just... Do you want to hear a story of, like, this is the classic kid's story?
0: Okay. We'll just tell it. So Alice, day, okay, well, just Monday morning, we wake up, <laughs> and we are like, I walk out to the kitchen. I
1: was like, I feel like I'm gonna puke. I was and in I was my like, bed Dude, still. Something
0: smells like rotten milk, and I was just like, there's nothing that could have smelled like rotten milk. Like, and like, you always think like it's the garbage can. And I was like, I mean, the garbage, There's like, I, no I took way. it out yesterday. Like this our is-
1: whole upstairs, like I, in my bedroom, I could smell the scent as and, soon as I woke up. And I was like,
0: something's funky, like literally <laughs> like funky. Like funk. And so I, you know, start sniffing around like like Scooby-Doo, you know. <laughs> and uh, I, my nose brings me to the pantry because I also was going to get, uh, I was helping Lexi like put Packer her like, lunch. lunch and I grabbed a canola bar. And the bottom of the box when I reached in was, like, wet and in the pantry. But I also could smell the funky really strong. And I was like, uh, and I noticed all the cereal boxes were just a little bit wet on the bottom. I'm like, okay, I figured it out. Someone has put a water bottle or, you know, a bottle in the pantry just, you know, throwing it in there, probably trying to hide it or something and it's spilt, and this, and I start being like, well, it's not, I can't find it. It's so like I'm <laughs> digging out, and then I'm also getting ready for school, so I gotta go. Like, I gotta, I gotta, a deadline I'm hitting, so I'm pulling out boxes and stuff, setting them on the floor, and then I see, like, a, a bag of, like, cornmeal. Yeah. Like, to make, like, tamales and stuff, mm-hmm. whatever with it. corn flour. I don't know what it. Is. Yeah. And so, mazi, maize, I don't know, it's a, mexican spanish thing but <laughs> <laughs> it's called maize i think and oh. so i was like and i see it and it's moist on the bottom I'm like that's it yeah. It's it's rotting you know and i was just like it's I weird just,
1: it would not smell that fast and so that like bad. i
0: grabbed it out i threw it in the trash and then i noticed there was like liquid droplets <laughs> on the, top, on of the, the top of the the shelf this like, is the, all like, on one next shelf. shelf like the net like above the above shelf had like water drops I'm like what is that how, if it spills <laughs> on the ground and the boxes are all wet on the bottom, why is there water coming from the shelf above? And I look around and like it's like sealed. And I'm like, it can't be leaking down. I yeah. look on the shelf above, no funk. I mean, I can I can drastically smell them. the funk. Stops, it's on a, on a
1: you know. shelf. That and, was the shelf. And I was
0: just like, oh my gosh. And I was like, okay, I got to go to school. I mean, I got to take the kids to school. So we got out the store. And this whole time I'm thinking like,
1: what was it like it something so
0: like moist in there? Like, was there a a chemical reaction? I don't know. I start thinking about aliens and weird oh things like that. Like, like, what is going on in our <laughs> in our shelf? And I get home and I I go back to it. You know, I'm cleaning it out. And I'm like, I'm gonna like wipe it down or whatever. And I find in the back corner this mini water bottle.
1: Filled with shit
0: of something that was worse <laughs> than shit and it was gray it was nasty looking <laughs> oh, and and I could tell that and and rewind to waking up at 5am like and I just like you know I think I gave bro- Nick's always bro- the
1: first one to fall asleep but throughout the night he wakes up more than anybody and like
0: I heard a, like a and I was like something fell. Like there was a toy sitting on the edge of the couch or something. I don't know. And we hung up like Halloween decorations, like something probably that I hung up. Yeah. It was not secure. Well, now I figured out that this bottle bottle exploded and that was the pop. (laughs) I heard the milk bomb, the milk bomb. And I, it had to been milk in there and something bomb. And so like, I scrubbed. I scrubbed the shelf. I cleaned everything. I threw a lot of stuff away. Yeah, but
1: then after he scrubbed the shelf and, like, all that, he continued to scrub, like, the whole house. Like, our whole house smelled like pine salt because Nick just, like, went nuts. Yeah. <laughs> scrubbing the floors, scru- scrubbing the cabinets, scrubbing so, everything.
0: Yeah, so I just want to get rid of this funk, but the pantry has had a little bit of funk, you know, linger. We're, we're
1: still getting but, getting rid but, of
0: it. so... I washed out the bottle because I'm like, I'm keeping this because I know exactly who did this (laughs) because this is not the first time I found a small water bottle full of something. It's
1: like she puts like a concoction, like there will be sprinkles in there.
0: And I find it like in the freezer one time and I was like, what is this? And there's like. Frozen syrup all over the fr- freezer, Ugh. and then I took it out of the freezer. Like so she, she sees made it a, on YouTube. She made another one, and it was syrup in the freezer with sprinkles, and it was all over the, the fridge. And I took it out of the freezer, set on the counter. I was like, "What is this?" She told me another day. I opened the drawer, and she just put it in the drawer. There's syrup in the drawer now. There's just <laughs> sticky syrup all over and I'm just like what is this
1: so you knew Alice planted yeah, the bomb so
0: I knew so I washed it out cause like I'm keeping this bottle for evidence like when I confront her and and honestly the day got away from us and I didn't we, it was two full days and like we even like were joking about it and stuff and I just like didn't she, Well her. she
1: had dance yeah. right after No, and this
0: was on Monday. She didn't have dance. We had hockey. Hockey.
1: And oh, okay, so, and then the next day she had dance. Yeah, and the so next day Wednesday. She
0: had dance. So Wednesday I was like, oh I'm asking her. <laughs> I was like
1: And I even came out of my office. I'm like, I gotta hear this.
0: I was like, no, today's Wednesday, so it had to have been yesterday.
1: Was it, was it Tuesday. Tuesday? Yeah. After dance. Yeah. After and dance. And I said,
0: Alice, what? Was in that bottle, you know, and then like I confronted her, and she was like, She just had that look, like, You caught me. She knew she did it. And I was just like, What was in it? And she's like, Syrup. And I'm like,
1: No, it was not syrup. (laughs) That shit was milk.
0: Like, Syrup does not rot and explode. (laughs) And I was like, Was there flour? Was there water? I can laugh
1: now. I was not laughing then. And she's like,
0: Probably. I don't remember. I, I might have put some milk in there. And I was like, oh, you might have put some milk? And I was just so mad. And the, this funky funk stink bomb. So if you need some revenge, Dude, I also make you some stink I felt stink like bombs. we were on that movie, Dirty, Dirty Work.
1: Work, where they put like fish in the vents. Rest in
0: peace, Norm MacDonald.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> where they put fish in the vents to like prank you. Yeah, we got freaking... Punked. Me and Nick got punked.
0: Alice the arsonist, <laughs> stink bomb, extraordinaire. But okay, so that's the funky, funky, nothing to
1: do with Funky, the funky stink
0: bomb story. <laughs> hope you guys had a blast listening to that one, and hope your kid never plants a stink, a stink bomb.
1: bomb in your house. Yeah. Oh my gosh, worst thing ever. Because I'll tell
0: you what, the, it's a slow killer.
1: You know, mm-hmm. you just
0: put it there, and it might be a month. And she said she did in August. So that that thing's just been a ticking Brewing. time bomb in the back corner of the pantry.
1: <laughs> like, why the back corner?
0: So it's so like, and people are like, you don't see the back corner. I mean, come on, we all have pantries, a ton of stuff. But it's actually, it was behind the bucket. So like, we keep like all of our sprinkles, sprinkles and, and all like that. cookie cutters in a bucket. Yeah, in the on our shelf, so that way they're not just everywhere. And it was behind that.
1: Oh my gosh. So, uh, ugh, I ugh. never want to smell that smell again in my life Like, oh, yeah. rotten milk
0: ugh. So, alright, so back, back to-, to it
1: Let's go to uh, that one time You want to tell the story of the time we got to Joanne's? Steph said, how did that even <laughs> that happen? One time,
0: so, one time we pulled up to uh, No,
1: I picked you up from work Yeah because yeah. I we were had. You we were in a hurry. Yeah. On his lunch break, I had to go to Joanne's and get, I don't even know what, but something for work. And I'm like, I have to go. So I'm going to pick you up. We're going to go straight to Joanne's. I'll run in and get it. You stay in the car with Brooks. Um,
0: this is how we used to do lunch every day. Yeah. Like Whenever so, the Tanner Clinic I was like, hey, I got some errands to run. I'm going to pick you up. And we're going we're to run them as fast me. as we can. And it usually ended up being a lot longer than we ever intended. Yeah. yeah. But so she comes and picks me up. And we drive to Joanne's and we get there and (laughs) he opens the back back of the truck. I mean, the truck, we don't drive a truck, the car. And I was like, um, no wheelchair.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So when I get in the car and and I'm by myself, if I'm not getting out of the car, I'll just push my chair just far enough that my car door will miss it and I'll put the brakes on. Because then when I get back in the garage, like say I'm just going through the drive-thru or whatever. When I get back in the garage, my chair is right where I need it. (laughs) And I didn't have to put it in the car. And it's good to go. Well, I came and picked up Nick. So we didn't have my chair. Yeah, And And we were on a time crunch. And
0: so as I was sitting there with the back of the car open, Steph (laughs) drives by in her Jeep and is like, hey,
1: guys. Steph's like, Autumn, what are you doing here? I was just talking to you. And I was like. Uh, well I'm about to leave cuz I forgot my chair and she's like how does that even happen?
0: <laughs> yeah like uh, like you like you know you forget your wallet or your phone maybe yeah. like you forgot like saying you. I
1: left my legs at home.
0: <laughs> Sorry I'd come to the store but I forgot my legs. They're uh, <laughs> they're not here, you know. So. so we
1: ended up having to drive all the way back home grabbing my chair, drive all the way back to Joanne's. I freaking Hauled butt through the store, got everything. I was gonna say you ran, but
0: it wasn't like, running. I mean, maybe, <laughs> hauled like, ass. maybe if you think like how Sonic runs, how his feet look like they're like wheels, <laughs> that was automobile to the store. Probably
1: some people Sonic I wheels. think I catch off guard when I'm like in a rush at the store and I'm like <laughs> cruising because I'll I get going pretty quick,
0: just working on my speed, You're working for a marathon, just training.
1: Yeah, so that was the time we, uh, you know, and that was one of the times it happens more often.
0: Yeah. It it that yeah that is then not the first time that like happened. To admit. And there's been times we've gone to like Farmington, I think. I like think one time we went to Station Park and I went to go get her wheelchair out and I was like, "Yeah."
1: One uh, time I was with my mom and she took me to ShopCo. I think it was right before prom and I couldn't find I have a hard time finding shoes that fit on my feet. So she was like, "Dude, we've tried everywhere. We're trying ShopCo." Forgot my chair. I don't know. I can't remember what happened to it. I I can't remember the whole situation, but didn't have my chair with me. So she was like, we'll just get you one of the grandma wheelchairs in the store and I'll push you around. I was like, no, we won't. No, we won't. (laughs) So she gets a cart, and somehow I maneuvered my way into the cart.
0: The the funny thing is you would rather sit in a shopping cart than sit in a grandma. And the funny thing
1: is like, I. Wheelchair. Yeah, I. I. I probably look like an idiot, an adult sitting in a car. I
0: always think of what's going through people's heads when we're, like, going to the grocery store and, like, you see, like, the mom that you can tell, like, just doesn't like walking through the store and, like, has her kids, like, all hanging <laughs> off the, like, yeah. the electric wheelchair yeah. thing. And, and like, I know they pass us. It's and they, really awkward, and to they be kind honest of get with the you. Like, it's like they almost, like, want to reach down and, like, oh, oh my oh, leg. ouch, ouch. I, I do have an, and it's none of our business, I don't care, like.
1: It's more awkward because it's like, listen, like, you want this power thing this because. This luxury because yeah. you had a day. And it's like, for me, it's like, I would prefer the manual wheelchair. I prefer pushing myself around. You would
0: prefer walking if you could. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that too. I mean, sure. <laughs>
0: Oh man. So yeah. So to close out, out.
1: um, grief is just, I'm going to go back to the grief and we're going to kind of close out this podcast. Um, It's a part of my life and it's, it's there more than I wish it was. Um, I think it's important for me to have grief in my life and, and grieve over my loss of function um, because it allows me to grow whatever situation it is. Um, it allows me to continue to grow and and become stronger you know um this quotes about losing someone however, I feel like um there's such similar feelings when we're talking about losing function permanently because it y- you've kind of lost a part of you you know not kind of you have you've lost a part of you so well, when you
0: when when someone passes away that's a part of you yeah I, f- I feel like people and friends and family members are a part of us just the way that our legs are a part of us. Yeah. Like it's yeah. something that's gone that we just can't, we we know it, we remember it, and, like, you know, there's still feeling of it there, but it's just not there it's the same. Yeah, lost. It's, it's lost. Yeah. So I think so. it applies to anything you've lost.
1: Yeah, yeah. The quote is, the reality is that you will grieve forever. You will not ever get over the loss." if you will, for, of a loved one, um, you will learn to live with it. You will heal and you will rebuild yourself around the loss that you have suffered. You will become whole again, but you will never be the same, nor should you be the same, nor would you want to. Um, sometimes all you can do is live your life day by day. Take that grief as it comes and, and allow yourself to grow from it. Allow yourself. I think it's important. Um, to realize all you do have through the grief um, and know that this grief is kind of temporary. And for me, it comes in waves. It, you know, I know that it's temporary in a sense of like this, this kind of like funk or fog, it'll go away at least for a little while. I mean, it'll come back, you know, and it's, it's going to be another season I got to get myself through, but take it day by day when it does hit you like a ton of bricks and you know, allow yourself to grow from it. Well,
0: and sometimes like your grief is not the same day one as it is day one thousand. Yeah,
1: it's different. Like, and and in, and in every aspect, you're growing. You're learning. You're. Um, oh my gosh! Did you hear that? Was it the fly. The fly flew on my mic. <laughs> is over. <all> <laughs> anyway, to get off freaking subject, the stupid fly that needs to be the title, the podcast, the fly podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding Um, but yeah so allow yourself to grow I have one more quote it says grief is a nasty game of feeling the weakest you have ever felt and morphing it into the strongest person you will have to become Um, acknowledging loss is important and validating the feelings of grief is important it's also important to realize the good that's come and like I said allow yourself to grow
0: but it's I mean, so, like, there's things, like, no, I was gonna, I was gonna say that, like, we all, like, grieve different, and there's things, and days, and it's weird how, like, you'll just think about somebody you lost, you know, and it's just, like, why is it hitting me so hard today, and, like, everything you see, or a song
1: will come on the radio, and it's just,
0: like, oh, my gosh, like, I feel like.
1: And I mean, even for me, whether it's someone you lost and it's a song that reminds you of them, for me, there's songs that remind me of my, like my brother put together an iPod shuffle full of a playlist. And anytime any of those songs come on, it's like, boom, memories come back. You know what I mean? Of like such hard, deep feelings of like loss, you know, and and one of those is that Christina Aguilera fighter song, like you know, anytime it comes on, I was gonna, gonna, on, y- I was gonna the say The Chasing that. Cars um
0: I, w- I wasn't gonna say that one. I was gonna say I think it's like Snow Patrol the one. Snow Patrol. If I just lay here, yeah, you know, and like you always like say something like yeah. that one, like it, it's it hits me different just because I know, and I've in my 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 like my brain to like be in your position, yeah, where you were like listening to that song. I've never like. I mean, I know -hmm. what the song is. i have never, you know. There's
1: there's several from that playlist, but anytime I hear any of them, I'm like, dang. There's songs that remind me of Kyle, that it comes on, and some of them make me feel emotional. Freaking Hercules. I can't handle it. (laughs) Whenever the Hercules song comes on, I'm like, I can't do this. But then, I mean, sometimes, like, the Incubus, Wish You Were Here comes on, and I'm like,
0: man, I do wish
1: he was here. You know, like, it's almost like a positive, like... Or the warmth,
0: yeah. <laughs> like like
1: just... it just reminds me of him. Versus, like, makes me realize all the loss. Anyways, while well, I just freaking went off <laughs> we on that on tangent. That was just of, like, so <laughs> random.
0: Sorry, if the Secret Garden comes on, or would think, you know, or, hey, or my mom's newsies? taking
1: me to the Secret Garden oh. to play. We're having a girls' weekend. There is a
0: boy. Or I don't know. I don't know. Something about a boy that you know. Trust I don't me, know. If I if I heard the uh, like <laughs> the, like the soundtrack, I bet I could sing a lot of them because my.
1: No, no way, well, a lot of my family goes hunting and my, well, the men in my family go hunting. Nick's not a hunter, but he's all for the girls' weekends. <laughs> and so my mom's like, dude, let's do a girls' weekend. She sent not, out a text. I'm not
0: going to the girls' weekend. No, she she sent <laughs> just, out a text just, just and I run. just,
1: I said to Nick, I'm like, I got, I, I want to go. He's always for me going to have a good time, but I just need a break. I need... Time away, I love my kids, I love my life, but I just feel like even having one night of just like, whew, like I'm just going to go have fun with the girls, you know? Yeah. Not worry about anything, just kind of tune out the world and just have a night. So my mom's going to, we're going to stay in Park City and my mom's going to take us to a play the next day. It's going to be a blast. Nice. With my sister's.
0: We're gonna have a blast. Looking forward to it. We're gonna have a blast without you, so not joking. We will. I hope we you guys will do. Have a blast. We will. It'll be fun, and yeah. So, you, you know what? Grieving is a is an important thing. Yeah. I think it is, and I think any day, time when you feel sad about missing someone, that's a good thing, because that means you really cared and loved and you're that remembering. person, or your legs. You really mm-hmm. are appreciating, because I think. You know, there's that 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 saying like you never know what it, you got till it's gone. Like mm-hmm. that is a real true thing. Oh, it's and true. And like right now, wherever you are, look around and just be like,
1: I'm lucky for yeah, I don't all care these what things. It is, you know,
0: like your clothes. I'm I'm sitting in a closet, shoes like there's there's <laughs> hockey shoes. pucks. Like you're no like those are things like if yeah. they were just gone one day, you'd be like, dude, shoes were the most important thing in my life because <laughs> I don't have them anymore.
1: You and your analogies, Hayden's gonna be proud. <laughs> that wasn't very. That was a really good analogy
0: or say anything. But yeah. So. Oh. But yeah. So I mean, let's just wrap this up and let you guys know that you are the strong person that has came out of the struggles that you are on top of now.
1: <laughs> You're so good at this. You See, had one job. When
0: I when I have to read something, I just screw it up. <laughs> you I threw had it one up. job. <laughs> but yeah. So. You are the strong person that has come out of the struggles on top. You are not the negative thoughts. You are not your doubts and insecurities.
1: You are not your effing chair. Good job, Nick.
0: Good night,
1: everybody. (laughs)
0: We'll see you next time on You're Not Your Effing Chair.
1: Oh, my gosh.